Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. This is this might be a, a little bit of a slower episode because I this is kind of like an emergency recording because I may or may not leave for a surprise to me vacation um, for the weekend. And so there was no other chance for me to uh, record. And we also I think we already missed a week. So Maybe. it's like your mom literally uh, said we can't we can't go next week because she'll be gone doing something else. And so part of me is holding back and wanting to say, you know, you could just prioritize what's important to you. Just well, do it's it. like, like it's, you can schedule things out a little better. It's well, the thing is, we may or may not go this weekend because of weather, which we did not know was going to be a problem until today. Like, but this had been planned like a month ago. Winter is not then, something you mess around with. This could like actually. If things go horrifically wrong, which they're probably not, it could just end in death. <laughs> it could be bad if it if it goes bad. But the thing is, there's no like storm planned. It's just supposed to be yeah. like snow melt could freeze again. And yeah, we're going exactly. to Alabama, which is a southern state, which I don't know if, for any of you northerners, but we southern states don't know what the heck to do when it snows. No. Um, especially the really southern, like deep south states like Alabama. They're like, snow, what do we... What do we do? A uh, uh, poor tea on the roads. It's it really it, people do. Okay. Mm. So I was telling a coworker this because uh, people were talking about how like getting into work whenever everything's frozen. Uh, I was working a construction job years ago and uh, we had a really bad winter storm in Lexington, Kentucky mm-hmm. area. I worked in Georgetown, which I believe if I'm not mistaken, is like north of Lexington, I think. I, th- I can't think quite it remember. Might be east. <clears throat> I think it's a little bit northeast. Yeah, yeah. It sounds about right. And uh, so, yeah, that's a long drive for me because it's quite, you know, it's, it's like a thirty-minute drive. Yeah. And uh, my coworker boss person who was in charge of me was like, "Pour boiling water on your car that is encased in ice." <laughs> My car was encased in ice that was about an inch thick. An inch thick of ice. Yeah. Uh, so pour boiling water, and then once it, the boiling water finally reaches your uh, windshield, it'll just shatter. Yeah. <laughs> he, br- he broke his own mirror doing that himself. Yeah. He's like, and, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. That's how you're going to break a mirror like you did. And he's like, no. And I'm just like. I I even saw a video of a guy who was like, I'm smarter than this. And he took like boiling water that had cooled down a little bit. He put it in a like Ziploc bag and then started like wiping his windows to get the like frost off. Still broke it. Yeah, because it's 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 you're changing the temperature so fast. It doesn't have time to like expand evenly yeah it doesn't have time to do what it's supposed to do naturally so yeah there's a way of doing it it's called um get cold water first (laughs) use cold water first okay pro tip uh get or just don't do it like a chisel and a mallet and chisel your like door free open said door get into your vehicle turn on the defroster wait 
Oh. Eventually, you'll be able to scrape the ice off of your vehicle. One inch thick ice, you're staying home. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> that was just on my car. The plows only... Okay. <coughs> There's only so much a plow can do, mm-hmm. especially in Kentucky, where the roads are A, bad, drivers bad. Um, Let's see. They're just vastly unprepared and stupid so yeah it's like yeah this job is not worth risking my life especially considering the fact that i made maybe twelve dollars an hour yeah just not maybe twelve dollars an hour doing full-time construction construction no um here bury the silt fence the ground is frozen solid i'm like shaving away at the mud <laughs> with a shovel. And it's like this thing's not getting buried. No. If the heavy equipment can't do it because it can't, you then I'm my, not gonna do it with a shovel. My flimsy bones can do it. <laughs> like if you gave me a pick, I'd give it one good swing. And if the pick didn't bounce off the ground, <laughs> then we then we can talk. It's like, okay, you want me to bury this? Okay, give me twelve sticks of dynamite. Yeah, for real, <laughs> and we'll we'll see where I can go. That was probably one of the dumbest jobs that I ever did, and I'd probably still do it if they paid me more. Mostly because the people I was working for were actually pretty good people, mm. and they 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 treated me right. They weren't mean. They're were easy to get along with. Yeah, and like the the boss, he was like, he's great. You'd just be randomly like, oh, yeah, it's like Thanksgiving time. Here's a turkey. That's sick. I know, right? He's just like, here's a turkey. I'm like, that's amazing. And then, like, he'd go to some random contractor. We basically hired only Mexicans to do all the work because that's how Kentucky does it. They're efficient. They're very efficient. (laughs) Also, sometimes not efficient and cause more problems than they solve. Also true. But that's rare. Good workers in general. All the Mexicans that I've worked with were the best workers in the entire business. So yeah, you tell them to get a job done, they're like, okay, and they're it's done, done in half the time that you would ever expect anyone to be capable of doing. <laughs> and you only have to pay them a quarter of the salary you would an American. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they. That's why they hire them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just being honest, I'm not not being mean. That's just reality, Look, people. Mexicans. Are two things very good at working just naturally. Proof everyone questions how the Egyptians made the pyramids, no one questions the Mexicans how they made the pyramids. Obviously, the Mexicans. Um, and then the second thing Mexicans are is uh, insecure. Just a little bit. A little bit. They do not know their worth and should be paid more. Also, maybe fix I'm not going to say that. They should though. I know you're going to say they should. It's not going to happen. I'll help. I would too. Anyways, uh join the Mexican Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I need this mic taken away no, from me. No, but like uh I saw on the news recently and I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast previous, but Ecuador has been taken over by the cartel. What? Yeah, I, I I even seen uh I've gosh my English I've 
seen videos of them taking over news stations at gunpoint hmm. and civilians running around trying to like barricade the doors of schools and stuff from the cartel. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with you, Ecuador, but uh, I was there a couple years ago, as in like maybe five years ago. Beautiful country. Great food. Amazing coffee. What is wrong with your economy right now? Like, what is going on? I... Pro tip. I want to visit you guys, but you guys look like you're uh, not a safe place to be. Sell more things. Also, don't get bullied around by Brazil. I Yeah, I really don't know where the cartel came from. I know that they always had trouble with, you know, stuff uh, like that. Usually... Where like it is the just Central America, like Panama, is yeah. usually where they come from. Um, but uh, I know that a lot. Okay, I don't know. I'm pretty sure most of the uh, South American countries get kind of pushed around to follow whatever Brazil is doing because they're the biggest, most powerful country in the area. <laughs> and so Brazil goes and <sighs> yeah. signs a treaty with Russia, and all the other states around them are like, "Oh, we should do that. We do not want to become Brazil, so we will just." Play nice. Um, don't. Pro tip. America better. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't know what... I this also goes for the Amish. Rejoin society. What the heck? No, y'all seem happy. I'll leave you be. <laughs> okay, I can respect the Amish for one thing. They don't have to worry about a cell phone constantly. They don't have to... Okay, here's the thing. I want to understand... The Amish a little bit more because the more I think, but I'm like, hold on. How do they make their money? Because they're obviously doing well. How is their work ethic? Because I know that they make good product, but are they like, you're not here at this time, therefore you're fired? Kind of thing. Because, like, I don't know. The Amish seem really chill and easy to get along with for the most part. The Amish are pretty vibing. I. I, other than their racism... Shout out to our... <laughs> shout out to our Amish um, listeners. <laughs> Thank you for gathering around the one radio you have in your barn. I don't even know if they're allowed to have radios. If it's a work radio, and it's Bluetooth, and you connect up your work laptop and listen to this podcast for whatever reason. I'm so confused, but... And you're also in a very specific... Wait, is this Mennonite or of... is this... No, Amish are allowed to have technology as long as it's work. Some Amish. My brain immediately went to like a hand crank laptop. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just... No, you have a thing wait, with electricity. No, there's, a, there's a Amish laptop I saw. Or was it? Yeah, it was an Amish laptop where basically it was like no internet. It was like... Microsoft Word. Also, this came out in like 2011, and it was like laptops left over from like the 90s. It was it had like Microsoft Word and like printer capabilities, and then like it could like read discs, and then like it couldn't play video though or audio, but it was like word processor, and then like you know it can make like uh. Excel sheets and whatnot. And then, like, I think the one thing on the internet it could do was like send email through like this special app. And it was like specially made for the Amish 
to have as a work device, but it also had like every single possible way you could get any kind of outside worldly entertainment completely locked down and not accessible. So they'd have to jailbreak that, but they'd also have to understand how to do that. Yeah, you'd have to be some kind of Amish hacker to be able to watch Phineas and Ferb. That would be that would be the next movie I watch is <laughs> who, who Amish hacker. Who is the Amish hacker who plays the Amish Nicholas Cage? <sighs> no, it has to be okay. If it, I wanted if to we were be... making this movie, okay, imagine Jack if Black. <laughs> imagine <laughs> if we like we are rummaging through like a movie bin in mm. a uh, like a. Uh, uh, it's a five dollar movie bin at Walmart. No, 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 no. Like, like, um, uh, oh, what is it called? A uh, like a garage sale, right? Okay. You're rummaging through this bin and you find the Amish hacker, and it's like a DVD from like 2008. So 2008 right. actors, Nicolas Cage would do so well. Like back Gosh. then, Nicolas Cage just was such like a nerd. And just had such a. I still think Nicolas Cage has a dumb face. I don't like Nicolas Cage, but he's also amazing, and I love to watch his movies. But he's got a dumb, punchable face. Uh, and so, but Nicolas Cage would be do amazing. Also, it could easily be like a Weird Al movie, like a tie-in with his oh, yeah. his Amish Paradise song. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of like oh. Oh, that movie, but like a Ben Stiller movie. Oh, yeah. Dude, that'd be, ooh. Oh. That would not be appropriate <laughs> for It would the not children. be appropriate at all. I don't think, I think the only appropriate Ben Stiller movie in existence is uh, Night at the Museum. You're probably right. And I think the only reason why I did those three movies was to make enough money to fund his own horribly inappropriate movies because no no one else was going to fund it and honestly ben you do you because those movies are hilarious and are pure cinema i uh oof. i've only seen uh tropic thunder though so i i don't know so about the other funny. ones i i enjoyed really tropic funny. thunder granted if you're watching that you have to be aware that and Ben Stiller, for one, don't quote me on this because I'm not 100% sure, is probably not a racist. I'm pretty sure he's not a racist. Pretty sure he's not a racist. Pretty darn The whole sure. point of that movie was, I guess, just to make fun of everybody at the same time. I think, And I, it worked. I think that movie was like, okay, what's the most obviously offensive movie we can make that's also so over-the-top ridiculous and funny? Can I top Blazing Saddles? And I think he did. Someone's going to be mad at that I said that, but... I have not honestly, seen Blazing Saddles, but it seems like it's the same... Blazing Saddles is vibe. funny. It is good. It is dated, though. Yeah, it's not as good as Tropic Thunder in my mind. Tropic Thunder came out kind of recently. It's like what 2011. I can't remember, but it's something newer like newer than I thought. I thought it was like early, early 2000s. Like I thought it was like 2004 or something. It kind of feels like that, but I think I don't that's think just the is. kind of older, like Vietnam War 
vibe vibe yeah. that the movie has. It also feels so much like Alvin and the Chipmunks visually. Why does that make sense to me? I it's entirely because of uh Tom Cruise's character and like the whole production side of the movie. Um which if you haven't seen Tropic Thunder, it's a movie about people filming a movie and it's absolutely crazy. And so there's like a production company and the head of the production company is played by um, Tom Cruise in very, very heavy makeup. Um, and just that hmm. all the scenes that are in the production company feel like how all the production scenes in uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks felt. It's also a similar era, had similar quirks with like the coloring and stuff. Didn't they also like make a reference to like popular pop culture singers at the time as well? And it was just very cringe. And Alvin and the Chipmunks? No, in uh, Tropic Thunder. I have no idea. Yeah. They kind of mentioned uh, Fergie, Fergie and Alvin and the Chipmunks. They're like, who's going to sing this? Fergie? <laughs> And now it's like, <laughs> was Fergie in Alvin and the Chipmunks? No, oh, okay. I don't think so. Um, but it's funny now that like people would not shut up about Fergie when I was a kid. <laughs> and now I forgot she's even a person. I didn't know who Fergie was until I was like 14. Like yeah. I had heard her name. I thought it, I legitimately, there was a period of time. It where just sounds like I a brand thought, of yogurt. I thought Fergie and Lizzo were the same person. <laughs> Legitimate, like Fergie, Lizzo, and Beyonce were merged into one conglomerate of just. Turns out they're not similar at all. No, they're <laughs> not, not at all. And I knew they were separate people because they have separate names. I didn't think they were one person. But you put them in the right bin, women you would <laughs> never want to associate with. <laughs> <laughs> Who make music? Who make music for but... people older than me? <laughs> Yeah, they're they're just in the bin of I would never associate with anyone like you. Yeah, it's here's something interesting to talk about the point in life, like when you reach the age where you're just like, what do words mean? And you start like, using words that you don't fully understand, and then you ask if you're using it correctly, and they're like, yeah. So that also. <laughs> When, when like, older people will, like, reference something and you're, you mm. have zero clue, but, like, it, like when you're five, someone will say something and you're just like, I don't know what that means. Okay, whatever. Because you're used to not knowing what things mean because you're five. And so you just kind of, like, let it go. But when you're, you're 26 like, and I'm still there. <laughs> but when you're, like, 14, okay, a little younger, like, 10, 11, 12, and you hear someone say Fergie, you're like, what in the heck is a Fergie? It sounds like a brand of yogurt. It sounds like a, uh, it sounds like a, a Furby. Oh, yeah, like the it, it kind of does. And so I thought that it was some weird toy or something. No, turns out it's a singer from the Black Eyed Peas. Had no idea. I also thought she was black for a while. She's not. <laughs> Believe it or not. Um, yeah, so that I remember when I was when I was that age, I uh, 
I listen to a lot of the Tim Hawkins podcast. Um, and so they would reference things that I'm like, what on earth? Like, I remember, uh, do you know the artist, uh, meatloaf? Only because coworkers have talked about him enough. Okay, so it's it's like a it's a rock artist from the seventies or something. I think he did he made a bat out of hell. Oh, okay. I because I didn't know what any of that was. I'm like, okay, no way an artist's name is Meatloaf. That's ridiculous. Right. Absolutely no way that's true. And then bat out of hell. I was like, I must be hearing it wrong. It's probably bad out of hell. And so my brain immediately went like, oh, yeah, like the song Bad from uh, Megamind, which is Michael Jackson's, right? Yeah, it's Michael Jackson. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. My bad. mind immediately went to uh, the Lorax, that song. They do it, the once there sings a song about how bad can it possibly be. Oh, <laughs> that's that's where my mind was. <laughs> can I be? Yeah, n- not that song. <laughs> not that song. A different song. Um, I think it's Michael. J- I feel like I'm so wrong because it's not bad by Michael Jackson. It's um. Okay, uh, I I looked it up. So it's bad to the bone, and bad, which bad is by Michael Jackson, and then bad to the bone is by someone else is George something. I have never heard of him. Um, anyway, I took both of those songs from Megamind. I took both of those and went, Oh, it must be by this artist. That's definitely not called meatloaf. And yeah, that, yeah. So I, I was just, I was just wrong about a lot of things. And then I had no idea what Lizzo was. I had no idea. Like, there's Dude, just people an are age, still trying to figure that out. There's, <laughs> there's an age where you hear words and you're like, huh, I'm going to remember this word and not know what it means at all. And I grew up in an age where I didn't have like voice to text and I couldn't spell things. I also didn't ask people a lot of questions. Now, there's still autocorrect on p- on like computers and whatnot. No, yeah, there's autocorrect, but autocorrect would not help with my dyslexia and inability to guess how That's a word true. is spelled. Well, it wasn't even autocorrect. What was it? It was like you type something in wrong and it like has red squigglies on it, so you have to re-spell it out. But yeah. if you spell it out like so completely wrong, it's just going to be like saying different things, and you're like, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. There's... It, yeah, it's it's autocorrect, but it's not as nice as the modern autocorrect we have. But yeah. um, it's I remember autocorrect did not. Back when I was a kid, I tried to um, spell teleportation. And Microsoft would not allow that as a word. It's like, no, this isn't real. I literally Googled it. I Googled how it was spelt. And I put it in, and it was like, yeah, uh, no, not a real word. And I was like, whoa, what do you mean? <laughs> yes, it is a real word. And I had someone else, like, verify, and they're like, yeah, that's how you spell it. I'm like, why Microsoft so dumb? And they're like, I don't, I don't know. Wait, what? It would not accept the word teleportation. Okay. <laughs> or teleported. I don't know. It's weird. But, um, yeah, 
They're, yeah. It's a weird um, age being a pre preteen, not knowing anything, but also trying to figure things out. But there's so much to figure out. It's definitely weird trying to figure out what things mean when you're listening to a podcast of grown people who know all of these things and they're not taking time to explain and it's a recording so you can't just ask and I didn't want to ask people because like people in real life because I didn't know if it was like inappropriate or not <laughs> which I mean it's Tim Hawkins I should have been smart enough to be like oh it's probably fine but I did not I was not about to go mom what is Fergie <laughs> I have <sighs> Have you ever asked your parents a question that now as an adult, you're like, I regret asking them that I'm such an idiot. That's a good question. I want to think about that. Do you have an experience like that? (laughs) Go ahead. It's so stupid. (laughs) You might have to cut it out. It's bad. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Um, so, uh, have you seen the movie, uh, the last samurai? I have not. I, for the life of me, cannot remember the main actor in it. Tom Cruise. Yeah. No right. joke, it's Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's on I'm, my list. I am pretty sure it's Tom Cruise. Yep. Um, it's a great movie, but because my stupid, stupid brain in, like, early high school was like, ah, yes, The Last Samurai, who's obviously American... <laughs> And then my mom said, yeah, there's some inappropriate stuff in here that we're going to have to skip. And I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, it's his and that's immediately what I go to. And I'm like, why the frick did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I definitely, I okay, I don't know if I ever had that experience, but I definitely know that feeling. Yes. Like, I got, I, I felt that feeling when you said that. I was like, like you hate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's it I don't know if I've had that experience, but you are so blessed. I I feel like that is my life <sighs> I half had the time. I feel like I constantly have these like moments in my life where my brain is like, "Hey, you want to feel like an idiot? You did this when you were a kid." Oh, I'm like, yeah, for oh. sure. <laughs> Um, oh gosh. <laughs> it's like you should have known better. You were too old for this. I think there was one time that I said something like offhanded about like pregnancy or something. <laughs> Is that when you poop babies? <laughs> I, it wasn't, it was like I was, tr- I think I was trying to make a joke. Okay. But it was like a gross joke. Involving pregnancy or something of the of that effect, and I was I said it, and my mom was like, <laughs> "I could see that face." And like I, I could, I, I could like, you kind of want to puke a little. <laughs> you're like so uncomfortable about the situation, and also you can like, like feel the whoopings materialize on your behind. Like, oh, I'm going to get whooped for this. And then I think I ran away. I don't, I don't remember what happened. I think I left. I, that sounds vaguely familiar. 
I remember one time when I was a l- real little, I was like five. My, uh, my sisters were babysitting me and uh, like our friends. And so it was like two families, right? And then so there's like the older kids from both the families babysitting all the younger kids from both the families. And then like and it was in our house. And so my older sister was like, oh, let's play some music. And so she was playing some, you know, Christian rock. I think it was Family Force 5. And I, being just the purest form of me that I was when I was five, I was like, I'm going to be a rock star. I'm going to just, like, <laughs> uh, like, what is it? Lip sync. Mm-hmm. This song and just go absolutely wild. Some of these things that I did were, <laughs> I I we had this like step stool ladder thing, step mm-hmm. ladder, and I got up on it and I'm like singing and I'm like faking to have a, uh, you know, like a, a, a microphone or something. Yeah, and then I like go into like air guitar. I put my left foot on the like top step. Oh, my no. right foot onto the back thing and I lean forward. So I lean forward and this ladder starts to tip up onto its back legs and then tip forward onto the ground. And as it hits the ground, I go on my knees and rock star slide about two, three feet. Still air guitar. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm five years old. This happened. I swear this happened. Sounds like the most fake Disney Channel crap I've ever heard. I swear I did it. Oh my gosh. All the older kids like freaked out and I'm just like, what? I'm a rock star. (laughs) Another thing I did. This is the embarrassing thing that made me think of this whole situation. I don't know what gets into like five-year-old boys brains when they're like crazy energetic with their friends. But I just get this idea of like, what's a rock star thing to do? Oh, I know. I'm going to just like rip my shirt off. Sounds about right. Completely normal for most people. Five-year-old boy takes his shirt off, whatever, right? Not in an early 2000s Christian home. That's inappropriate. Because people were ridiculous. Wait, were you like at your own house? Yes. Okay. Because my mind immediately went to, hold on. If you're at your own house, it's probably not a problem. But if you're like at a friend's house, (laughs) I could see that being a problem. But still, a five-year-old boy. Yeah, at some point, he's going to end up with less clothes than he started with. Probably. Right? And it's, it's not like I took all my clothes off. Even then... It's like, if you're old enough to be like, oh, he's naked and actually like put two and two together, that that's not okay. You're probably changing diapers anyway. Like, it's not that big of a deal for a five-year-old to take his shirt off. Now, yes, Hmm. go up to the five-year-old and be like, hey, put your shirt back on, weirdo. But like, it's, they freaked out because I lifted my shirt up (laughs) because early 2000s Christian homeschool, it was a thing. I don't know. I I knew kids. I I know teenage boys who were 
perfectly fit who would swim in jeans and a t-shirt. What? Yes. Full-length jeans and a t-shirt tucked into the jeans. What and a belt. F- no. First of all, bad for the pool. First of all, no. Also, who is doing this? Why? Early 2000s Christian homeschoolers. I swear. I've hand, never heard of this. Right hand on the Book of Mormon. <laughs> I swear. I know people who do this to this day. Ooh. I am not going to tell. Is it someone I know? I don't think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the people that we know are not weird enough. They wear like actual swim trunks. I think they still okay. wear a shirt. Which like Okay. But it's still. Anyway. I'd probably still wear a so shirt because I, I had, gained way too much weight <laughs> in the past two years. So I had I I pull my shirt off and I'm like, and then uh, everyone in the house is like, ah, just screaming at me like, just put your shirt on. All the girls are like covering their eyes, even though like fifteen year olds. Well, my sisters were old; they were like, you know, sixteen, seventeen. So they're like, their brother, but like the. All the other girls were like covering their eyes. It's weird. I'm telling you, it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's completely just like so like legalistic and weird. Now I know people that will gladly say that when they're home alone, they don't wear pants. And that's like in my little early 2000 homeschooler heart. That seems like a sin. <laughs> um, Even though no one's home. Yeah. The closed curtains. It's fine. There's no problem with it. Why should you? Uh, but it's like, to me, it's like, just because the way I was raised, like, that's wrong. It's bad. Don't do that. But it's like, the no. human condition is a constant state of suffering. The fitness grand pacer test is a multi-stage aerobic test. Um, I feel like I, I have nothing to add to this. I hate my 20s. I like, here's the thing. People are like, yeah, your 20s are going to be the hardest years of my life. And it's like, hold on. People said that like fourth grade was their favorite year. Now it's like I'm I'm connecting dots of how people are like oh this is the worst mm-hmm. and like things kind of line up but not really for me so it's like hold on if they're saying th- that their twenties are the worst but my fourth grade is the worst while their fourth grade is the best is it just my twenties because I'm pretty sure my twenties and thirties are gonna suck <laughs> I think there's I think it's just gonna all be bad I think there's always a like level of like it was better back then. Like you, you go through your, you know, your first grade or whatever you go through school and you're like, that was awful. You go into your twenties and you're like, yeah, that was awful. This is worse. And then you make it on the other side and you're like, 
I think that oh, my the before was really that was that was fun. I loved that a lot because you forgot all the bad because of all the bad in your twenties. My and by the 20s, time you make it to sixty, you're like, you know what, life is life. My twenties <laughs> is better than my middle school years, and yet my twenties feel like <sighs> it's weird. Because, like, in middle school, you don't have the same responsibilities as an adult. Yeah. So it's better in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But my social interactions compared to, like, almost everyone, everyone else I knew, middle school was the worst just ever. My 20s have been, like, just about as bad, if not worse. <sighs> I just find it weird that people are like, oh, you're going to figure it out. It's going to be okay. And I'm like, you keep saying that and things haven't gotten better. <laughs> I'm like, I'm starting to not believe you. I I grew up always being told like adulting is hard. That kind of, because I was growing up. It's hard when, because like, no one tells you anything. They just assume you know what you're doing. So like, well, yeah, it's like I grew up with millennials reaching their level of like maturity so like their their mid 20s early 30s that the millennial generation was was getting there when i was like 10 12 whatever and so i was i went into my teenage years going hearing adulting is really hard it's so hard adulting i hate adulting Blah, 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 blah. I hate the word adulting now. <laughs> uh, not a word. Yeah. Please reject it. Um, and I kind of, when I was like 15, I was like, you know what? I don't think adulting sucks. I think people's, I think it's entirely dependent on your attitude. Oh, yeah, definitely. And how you choose to perceive your responsibilities and your life because it's like okay yeah it's harder to be an adult than it is a kid because you don't have someone taking care of you anymore and you have responsibilities but it's like another thing that i learned very early on was like adults don't know anything (laughs) correct like i grew up like they know more than kids do sure but then and in the grand scheme of things you're like oh we're pretty much on the same level like once you hit about 15, 16, you've gotten about as smart as you're going to get. You will gain knowledge and you'll gain experience. But your ability to problem solve is about maxed out. Mm. Like you can still develop it. But if you're a idiot, <laughs> that means at I just 16, very lazy. If you're an idiot at 16, you're probably not gonna be much smarter when you're 24 and it's like uh Mm. my attitude for the past three years has been i don't know how to do this but neither did anyone else before they knew how to do it okay so it's like okay if everyone who knows how to do drywall figured it out i'm sure i can figure it out there's no secret no there's no secret scroll that i need to learn kung fu and become the 
ninja warrior or the dragon warrior to <laughs> figure out. Kung Fu Panda taught me a lot. <laughs> dragon warrior is also a uh, title of a video game on the Nintendo Entertainment System. It's also um, probably a, the name of a lot of different Chinese restaurants and probably several Chinese dishes. American Chinese, of course. Yeah. Which is basically Jewish Chinese. What? Yeah, apparently a lot of uh, Chinese restaurants, apparently, so don't quote me on it because I don't actually believe this, uh, are owned by the Jews. Maybe in like New York. Or like LA. Where there's, I don't know, a large Jewish population. Yeah. Which, uh, by the way, apparently they were digging... They were digging tunnels. <laughs> oh, I saw the tweets. Oh, did, did you? you see that? Okay, did you see that guy's like thread of of tweets? The only thing I saw was, "Why am I hearing Yiddish in my basement?" Okay, so it was it was a tweet from like six months ago that was just like, "I hear Yiddish below my basement, and I'm on the ground floor. We have no basement." And then it's like two months later, it's like. Guys, I know I sound crazy, but I'm not lying. There are Jews digging a tunnel underneath my house. And then he got like a bunch of like people were trying to cancel him. He's like, you're just racist. You're crazy, blah, blah, blah. Like a month later, he's like, guys, I swear the Jews are under my house. And then it was like (laughs) a month or like three weeks after that. The like they got like found. The tunnels got found, and the news was like, "Yeah, apparently the uh, this group of Jewish people have been digging underneath New York." And he's like, "Guys, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy." <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think that's a good lesson that yes, people are crazy most often, but sometimes we should listen anyway. <laughs> That's actually a very good story. We should we should we should probably investigate and not just be like you're crazy. It's like no, I swear. Like if if like he people said, have a reason for saying things that sound else. crazy, there's yep. a reason behind every thing that someone says. Like if he just said, "I heard peep," I hear people talking underneath my house. People would be investigating within the week. If he said, "I hear Russian." Oh gosh, yeah. If he said that, people he will be investigating people, in the yeah. day. If, if he said Chinese, people will be investigating within twelve hours. But he said Yiddish and Jews, and so people were just like, "You're crazy." Turns out it's true. <laughs> Granted, I do want to know why they were digging, because it's just like, yeah, why were they? One does not commit to digging a tunnel system without a reason, and it's. I also, That's a lot I want to get, I want to, I feel like there's, there's a thought on the edge of people's brains that are, needs to be addressed. That's people are going to think that we're blaming all Jews, that it's some kind of no hive I, mind of Jewish brains that go, yes, we will dig under New York. This is a good idea. Yeah, I don't know just, what that voice is, but, <laughs> but it's like no. It's probably like twelve crazy people who happened to be ethnically Jewish started digging tunnels. And you know what? Maybe it's because like forty percent of like 
the Jewish population lives in cities like New York and Philadelphia oh. and L.A. Same with the 40% of <clears throat> all people live in big cities like that. I was going to so say, it's like, you know, it's like, it's not that crazy that it was Jewish people. It's just people have this like flag in their heads like, oh, he mentioned Jew. He's racist. Here's going to be the fun one. I hope that made sense. So, so like digging tunnels under city sounds crazy. And then whenever they're like, oh, it's the Jews are doing it. Okay. Still sounds a little crazy. But then if you pause and think about all the things that Jewish people have gone through ever, you're like, okay, they might be doing it out of paranoia. And in which case I completely understand. (laughs) I too would be digging tunnels. (laughs) That makes sense. This has worked for us at least three times in our history. Let's do it again. <laughs> it's not a it's it's not a bad like idea. They lived in in tunnels during like the, the Hanukkah story, right? I think so. Yeah, they were in like a, a cave or tunnels or something for like what like three days or twelve days. I, I don't or whatever. even know. We, I don't. I don't. I'm not Jewish. Um, and <laughs> and then. I don't know if these are the same tunnels or what, but then there's also tunnels underneath Jerusalem. So it's like at least twice tunnels have worked very well for the Jews in the past. There's probably several tunnels that were helpful during the Holocaust. Probably. So like if I was, if I felt like at some point genocide was going to happen towards me, I'd start digging. Just any, like any unrest at all. You have a feeling of digging a hole. You should probably dig a hole. Diggy, I can't, I can't, I can't wait till like diggy, 10 years in the future hole. when we get raided by the FBI and they just find like 12 combat shovels. <laughs> yeah, we're not hoarding ammunition. We're not hoarding guns. We're not hoarding knives. FBI, the I most am. illegal thing I own currently is that NyQuil over there. And that's not illegal. Um... Speaking of knives, I bought another knife. <sighs> Are we going to call this episode Gabe's Knife Addiction Part 2? No. Maybe when I actually have it in hand. <laughs> it's supposed to be delivered uh, Friday. What'd you get? Uh, I got the Boker Barlow BFF. Barlow's a, a neat town in Kentucky. I forgot it was a town. But here's yeah. the thing. Here is my Boker Barlow. A different oh. Barlow, not the one that I bought. Mm-hmm. It is made in Germany. It looks like a case knife. A it is made using really good steel. It had okay. Here's the thing: case. For the love of everything that is holy in the world, step up your game. Your knives suck. I own multiple case knives. I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> But yeah, see, it has that stop point. You see, it stops. So like, it, so, it has a half stop. You Add see, that. You that see, adds value. That's good because sometimes you have your knife and you hit something and your fingers are here. Amazing, right? And so it goes, and then you go past the thing you're hitting and you don't chop your fingers off. Plus it just... It's a very firm open. It's click, 
click. Yeah. Click, click. This is a fantastic knife. The tolerances are not the are not perfect, but they're better than every case knife I case knife I've owned. Granted, this is also worth four case knives. It is also using a quality steel and not cheap steel that case uses. Case is overpriced. Like the more and more I think about it, case is way overpriced for what they're selling. Yeah. Their case knives should be like thirty bucks at the most. Well, depending on what you what you get, but like the knives that are like fifty bucks, they really should be priced at thirty. They shouldn't be any higher. I'm sorry I'm crapping on an American company right now, but this is a German product that is just better. It's just better. Though And I like American knives. This is a Benchmade. Presidio 2. Fantastic knife. I wish people talked about it more often. Because it is underappreciated. Another classic American product. Mormonism. <laughs> that, that's actually just very true. Poorly <laughs> very poorly made. True. Yeah. Poorly manufactured religion. But man, do they like their Pepsi products. Man, do they. And they don't like Russian submarines. <laughs> I don't think Mormons owned Pepsi at the time. Um, oh, wait, no, I think they did. I think that's why they didn't end up buying them. Because they were like, mm, maybe Mormons shouldn't have weapons. Um, <laughs> here we go. We got... Um, my brethren... My brethren. Yeah, <laughs> correct. My brethren, I think that it is impossible that ye should go be ig- ignorant of the things which we... which have been spoken concerning the coming of Christ, who is... Taught by us to be the son of God. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it's supposed to be like ye or something. I don't know. I know that you, I know that these things were taught unto you bountifully before your dissension from among us. Among us. (laughs) It's kind of sus, my guy. And as ye have... Desired of my beloved brother that he should make known unto you what ye should do because of your afflictions. And he hath spoken somewhat unto you to prepare your minds. Ye and he hath exhorted you unto faith and to patience. Did you glean anything from that? Among us. I'm dyslexic. Also, among us. Um, Can I see that knife? <laughs> no. Oh, don't stab the book. It's a good knife. That doesn't mean it won't snap the tip of the blade. Oh, good point. It's the point. I don't... See, here's the thing. I know it's a quality steel because I looked it up because it's listed here. I was like, oh, that's a pretty good steel because I did my research. Um, Here's the thing. Quality steels don't mean invincible. I I have broken the tip off of uh, some high quality steel before, and it's very sad. 
But yeah, anyways, um, Boker makes great knives, especially uh, the knives that come out of Germany because they have a cheaper version called Boker Plus that comes out of China. Mm -hmm. They're all right. They're pretty good. Um, I'd still rather get something from Germany rather than China. Boker Plus is good to have like a like a fixed blade that you are going to literally like brutalize. Yeah, it's they're definitely knives to where it's like if you lose it, oh well, you'll just buy another one. Yeah. So I have a Boker Plus uh fixed blade that's like meant for like chopping through like bushes and stuff. And it's I mean it's it's pretty long. It's like my truck knife. I keep it in my truck just to like I don't know if I ever need a big knife or something and it's great for camping. Um, yeah, I like it and I, it's not so expensive that I'm like, I don't know if I should, um, even consider like, cause like that knife, I would like hack into a log, like a rot mm. rotten log with that knife. Other knives, I'd be like, I don't want to ruin the... Like, do we have an axe somewhere? Like, do I have a proper tool for that? That knife, I'm like, that'll do. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done some pretty crazy stuff with uh, with just some fixed blades that are cheap. Um, yeah, the thing with yeah. fixed blades that I'm looking for is like a, a solid continuous tang. Like I want to mm, be, yeah. I want to make sure that the blade and the handle are one piece, and it's not gonna snap. Right. And then it's like, okay, is it made by a company that like uses good, like metals and stuff? Yes. Awesome. Is it expensive? No. Cool. I'm going to absolutely just, like, whatever needs to get done. This is my tool. I'm going to use it for what. Most people would cry if I use their knife to use it for. Okay, so I already know the blade steel you're going to want to look for. It's not easy to sharpen, but it's a good steel for that uh, for what you're describing, and it's a D2. D2 steel used to be like considered a premium steel, like I think 10 years ago or so, or 15, I don't know. Um, but now it's like... It's almost a standard for a budget knife. Mm. As far as like, it's a standard as far as a quality budget knife mm. goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you, you can find a pretty good fixed blade and D2 steel for that. It's yeah. nice. What kind of length are you looking for? Like blade well, length? Well, I was, I was more explaining like the, the knife I have. Ah. Um, I think yours actually might be a D2. I don't, don't know. know. Um, but it's... Uh, <clears throat> for what... The use that I'm describing, you want basically somewhere between a fixed blade, like a like a gutting knife, kind of. Like a... I don't know. Like a hunting knife. Like a hunting knife. Yeah. And like a machete. Like somewhere between that. So it's going to be like... Somewhere Honestly, between six to nine inches the best between in that kind of category in my mind is a buoy knife yeah so the knife that i have is like a tonto style it's weird it's like yeah. it's very reminiscent of a tonto style because it's got this straight edge 
on one side and then it angles about 45 degrees to have this angled edge and then there's nothing on top it's just solid um whatever that's called and then it's like thick it's like it's from blade, blade like my thumbs are like touching the blade to like the top of the uh whatever it's called the spine the yeah, spine it's legitimately like two inches like one and a half inches it's large it is a pretty big knife. so it's it's definitely like some like rotted out wood like just chop away at that to like make like a bowl you know it's something to like hold um tender mm. stuff to light a fire like it's a perfect knife for like the rough jobs of camping also it'd be great f- as just a regular camping knife or a hunting knife um it's very good for like it's black like the whole thing is like powder coated black and so it's amazing for like mm. very utilitarian uh like cyber goth <laughs> cosplay See, fits whatever <laughs> i don't think i'd really recommend a tonto for hunting just because of the angles it yeah. has but that is a good knife for like i don't care what happens to it yeah it's somewhere between like a hunting knife and a darn cleaver yeah and well like it's definitely it's definitely a tactical like combat kind of knife but mm-hmm. at the same time i can't really see any like actual soldier carrying it because it's mm-hmm. kind of heavy yeah it's a little yeah like most soldiers that i've like heard talk about they're like their knives mm-hmm. they're always like yeah it if it's gonna be a camp if if it's gonna be a utility knife basically like does everything it has to be like lightweight and strong so it needs to be yeah. like composed very well it needs to be tough it needs to be light the mm-hmm. sheath needs to be light and out of the way yeah they're adjustable. the ones buying the like really really expensive knives that like are super lightweight and like have all kinds of different like the highest like sharpness oh. retention steel I just right. found out actually yesterday because I was watching uh, a Marine talk about his knives. Uh, Gerber provided multi-tools for the Marines. Uh-huh. And they have a particular model, to my knowledge, that's really only available for Marines because hmm. there's a tool that's specifically for setting up, uh, what is it? M4? Not M4. What am I thinking of? Uh, M16? No, it's... No? The putty. The exploding Oh, putty. C4. C4, yeah. They have a tool on that that's for, like, setting up C4. <laughs> on a... That's amazing. Yeah, on basically a Leatherman, but it's Gerber. <sighs> and I'm like, huh? That's a thing? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Um, okay, let's talk about Gerber for a second. Mm. Like the Gerber life plan, or are we talking about knives? That's what I'm getting to. <laughs> Gerber is too many different companies. Right. So we have Gerber the knives. Yeah. Gerber the baby food. Yeah. 
Gerber, the life insurance or whatever. Which I think the baby food and life insurance were both the same company. They just did different things. So I think it's a like life insurance company that partnered with Gerber just to get the brand name. I think that's it's like a partnership thing. It's not the actual Gerber company. Really? I'm pretty sure it's like a partnership. Okay, that makes sense. Cuz I don't know any company that's like we make baby food. What if we did like a life insurance thing? Which like, is not I mean, really technically life insurance. It's you pay when your baby is an infant and then they get it when they're in college. And like it's like an investment firm thing so mom you know how you're so like at loss of what to do because having a baby is expensive yeah guess what more money (laughs) i want you to give up 40 dollars a month so i can have 20k when i move out of here (laughs) sounds great but guess what that means you're eating cardboard can't afford you can't even afford ramen also yeah. 20k that's not even that's not even like half of a uh, um uh what you call that's not even half of like tuition look it was a lot of money before f- obama okay i do remember it being <laughs> like i remember i remember when i was a kid going like oh my gosh mom you could have given me so much money are we talking about this because of uh, Peanut Butter Gamer? No. Okay, because he did a joke about this exact thing that we're talking about. Really? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. Like, okay. kind of recently, too. Interesting. <laughs> I haven't watched his videos in forever, but... He's funny. Um, like also, there's a Gerber that makes toilets. Not related to the knife company. Not related to the baby company at all. From it should be. Far away, from what I know. <laughs> they make toilets. I'm pretty sure there's also a Gerber toy company. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure Gerber, the baby food company, makes like infant toys. They do make like mm. um, like pacifiers and, and, and uh, uh, like babies like car seats and stuff. Oh, yeah. I know they make all kinds of like, stuff like that. But it's like, there's also a company called Gerber that makes toilets. And then there's knives. I wouldn't be surprised if Gerber, the knife company, also made something weird, like either some Nazi gun or like oh, helmets no. I don't, or something. I, I'm pretty sure Gerber is an all-American company. Yeah, it's American. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I... Also, granted, they do have a lot of their products made in China, but who doesn't? Yeah. Like, General Electric made the gun that's in the A-10 Warthog, and they basically built the A-10 Warthog around the gun that General Electric made. That's a very (laughs) popular piece of, of trivia, but, like, it's still weird. Yeah, but also, when you think about it, General Electric, uh, they make, like, Washing machines. Yeah. Washing machines kind of spin like this. So does a machine gun. Yeah. So I guess they're just like, you know what? What if this tips it over on its side, shoves a bunch of guns in it? Eh? See what I'm thinking? <laughs> and they both remove stains. Well, one just uh, removes them off of your fabric, and one removes the entire building. One removes stains. The one removes social stains. 
while at the same time making stains. So really they got they got like a monopoly on the whole circle of stains. They have yeah, they have a monopoly they on make the circle the stains of stains and they clean the stains. Oh, man, who is that one guy who talks about getting tough stains out? <laughs> He's dead now, but Yeah, yeah, uh uh yeah, we talked about him last episode. Um uh Oh, my Billy brain. Mays. Oh yeah, Billy Mays. My brain was saying it's Chuck Testa. It's like, no, it's not. It's not Chuck Testa. <laughs> also, it turns out Chuck Testa is okay. Here's another topic. Since I'm oh done my on my rant on uh, Gerber, <laughs> why there's so many Gerbers? Um, I don't like your knives. <laughs> here's another thing. How, did you ever like reference something that's like from the internet and you didn't know, like when you were a kid, that you didn't know was from the internet? Like, I remember making a joke to my dad about Chuck Testa, and he just kind of went, but, like, didn't get it. And I'm like, why didn't he get it? Everyone knows Chuck Testa. That's, like, a common joke. And I was like, wait a minute. We grew up watching Rhett and Link, though. That's not a thing that people know about. Hardly anyone knows, but, yeah. It is weird to see Chuck Testa in, like, normal media, though. Like, I've seen ads... Like real ads for actual products. I think it was like Hershey's or something. No, it wasn't. It's no way. Maybe it was Party City. I don't remember what it was, but they had Chuck Testa. And I was like, wait, that's freaking Chuck Testa. Where? Where? What? Where'd he come from? Like he's like actually be a part of an ad for like something that it's not his. Yeah. Because like he initially had an ad with like. Because he does, like, taxidermy. Yeah. He had a, a taxidermy shop, and Red and Link at the time had a show where they made bad ads for com- silly companies. And so they made an ad for Chuck Testa and his taxidermy shop. Dude, every and it single, went viral. Every single one of those, like, commercials that they did for other people, they got a lot of business afterwards. <laughs> they did. They did. I think some of them got, like, so much attention that they, like, shut down. They're just oh. like, you know what? I'm done. Oh my gosh. But it was like, no, like they I'm pretty sure they're like, no, they did their job. This is what we wanted. It was just too much. And like sold the business or something. I don't Dang. Well, that might yeah, not be true. Like if if you do so well that you just sell the business. But I do great. remember someone saying, like, oh yeah, it didn't go like we thought. Maybe it was maybe it was Rhett and Link themselves going like, yeah. We're not super proud of those videos anymore because of certain reasons. I don't remember. They're not they're proud. They're not proud of a lot of things. They're they've changed. They're very regretful so people. Much. They have. It's really sad. Also, did I mention that this is episode fifty? Excuse me. What? This is episode fifty of season two, which means it's episode. Hold like, on. You're saying that we've spent at least fifty plus hours making this show? Yes. That almost no one listens to. Yes. Well, okay. We have some people listening. We like what is our average now? Twenty? Twenty listeners? Uh, I can't I can't remember. it's gone down since Christmas. Makes sense. People are getting they're getting out of their they got out of their normal routine of listening to podcasts and so they haven't quite come back. But that's what happened last year and we took a break and it 
hit us about the same amount. So yeah. I don't know if like is it because maybe, people travel and during the holidays and they're like, yeah. I need podcasts. This looks interesting. Well, no, I think it's it's people spend more time with their family. They're generally more like busier, so they just don't have time to listen to podcasts. They spend more time with people. Uh, not alone, so they're not listening to podcasts. Because it goes down the closer it goes to Christmas. Oh, I thought you were saying it. Never mind, yeah. That it goes sense. down closer to Christmas. New Year's is like, I got to work out. I got to do this, blah, 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 blah. A lot of like self-help things. And comedy podcasts get dropped. Uh, but eventually, around like June, we'll, we'll be back at full stride. I'm sure. Because people will be depressed and they need something to listen to. <laughs> oh, also, here's another thing. Um, people have been telling me to shave my beard. There is a, I was going to say up, who, but I know one person there's a at straight least. up uprising <laughs> amongst my friend group. There's a war in my friend group that's being fought by people. Okay. About what I should do with my beard. What do you mean? Like after you shave it or like, no, like should I shave it or should I keep it? I said you should like, have the rooster mustache. Yeah, and that's kind of what I want to do. Ruth did not like that. No, she didn't. <laughs> she was not happy with that. Here's an idea, though. Uh, and I'm going to... I'm probably not going to end up doing this, so I'll, I'll go ahead and tell it. But someone gave me the idea. Shout out to uh, Kale, who's my new buddy. He's super cool. He'll, pro- he'll, probably, be, he'll probably be on the podcast. He's a legit guy. All right. Um, He... Uh, he gave me the idea of being like, okay, you know what? I, I'll shave. I'll shave. I'll shave it off. And then shaving my head. <laughs> Completely shaving my head. Just goes straight bald. No. Do not do that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know that if I shave my head now, my hair will grow back. If I shave my head when I'm like 25, I don't know if it's going to grow back all the way. What what do you mean? You don't think it's gonna There's, come back? There there are there are I've seen people who have shaved their heads, like actually like razor shaved it, and then it grows back like patchy. Like not as full as it used to be. Because it like accelerated their like m- pattern baldness. That's a thing? I I've never heard of that. That's my theory. Maybe I'm wildly misinformed, but that's what I'm, I'm pretty sure it can happen. Um, Dude, I had a coworker straight up tell me I'm balding, but that was like before I got a haircut and everything. And like, I had like my super long hair and I was like looking to like, see if I had a receding line. I'm like, nah, now nah, you just got that. You just got that family forehead. Dude, yeah. I just have a forehead. I, I, it's I, not quite a five head, but it's it's there. Every once in a while, I, I measure. It's still a four. We're good. Yeah, it's still four. Can't I can't fit a fifth? Look, I'm the, just glad I don't have like a three head. You know, three heads do look weird. Also, I feel like this is some like sign for something. It probably was. I'm sorry. I'm ignorant. <laughs> I don't know what it means. If you think I'm part of whatever group. We are not a part of the occult. I'm not a part of the cult. I'm not a racist. I'm barely even white. <laughs> ah. 
Apparently, being a white man is a bad thing in this culture. Apparently. Apparently. So I'm told. Yeah. I think I'm pretty... I'm sorry, I can't help it. My personal opinion is I think that I have it better than most people. It's probably right. (laughs) I'm totally joking. Um, No, I firmly believe that the only true difference between people is attractive people have it way easier than ugly people. If you're ugly, you automatically are some killer or dangerous but if you're pretty couldn't hurt a soul dude Good i'm could pretty be. sure you're calling me ugly no <laughs> no i'm just saying that pretty people have it way easier and i i know this for a fact because i participate in it i treat pretty people way better than i treat ugly people Dude, and I, I can barely even remember seeing somebody that I'm like, wow, they are actually very pretty. I, I rarely actually see somebody in public that I'm like, wow, they're actually attractive. So I feel like most people just, eh, they, they don't really grab my attention. Yeah. I, I don't know if that. that's a problem with me or not, but. No, I. This is something I I specifically do when I travel. I pay attention to how the average girl around my age group looks wherever I I travel to. Okay. So at restaurants, I'm like, what do the girls look like around here? I'm not like creepy. I'm not like checking girls out or like staring at them or something. I'm just like, you're just trying to figure out what's different. What's, from yeah, what's different? What is normal here? Is the pool of women that's in Missouri just worse than other places? That's really what I'm trying to figure <sighs> out. Because I've heard that Missourians are ugly and have no style. I'm pretty sure it's just the people on the coast have style. <laughs> no, Everyone else? Uh, Here's something coming from an outsider. I'm from Kentucky. Probably the land of maybe the ugliest people. <laughs> um, Can't confirm. Kind of joking there, but it's kind of true. Um, here's a problem with Missouri. There are a lot of attractive people in Missouri. There's a lot of people here that do look good. There's caveats to that. A, why the heck is everyone here super freaking tall compared to... <laughs> Kentucky. I can answer that right now. That is, um, oh, I haven't Kentucky that. is an impoverished state, so malnutrition. Bingo. There you go. Yeah. End of that. Next part. All the attractive people in Missouri have another problem. They're already married. Or liberal. Yeah, or they're f- super freaking liberal. Um, it's, it's one of those two. And yeah. so it's like everyone else that's kind of like single, I'm assuming just I, okay, I assume that if I see someone attractive, I assume they're not even... I'm, I, I just assume they're not single. Yeah. Just like, all right. Yeah. It's... I... So, okay, here's the thing. Or you could just assume they're underage because there's like this uncanny valley, I guess you could say, where it's like, I don't know, you could be 14 or you could be 25. I have no idea. No idea. Girls definitely do slip into this zone of like, hmm, you are either a minor and very much a minor, like 14, 13, 
12. I don't know. Or you're in your early or, 20s. Yeah, or you're in your early 20s. I don't, I can't tell. Don't know. And I've been wrong on both ends. I've yes. been like, oh yeah, you're like 16, 17. And they're like, and I'm 12. And I'm like, Whoa. And here's the thing. Men don't have this problem alone. No. I had a female coworker that thought I was in my 30s. Jeez. Uh, I can't blame her because I had a full beard and long hair at the they time. Were, mm, yeah, you did Fair look enough. Older. Yeah. I wasn't mad. I probably reacted in a way that made me f- sound mad. I was not. I'm sorry. There was there was legitimately one time I was like, oh, yeah, you're like 14, right? And this girl goes, I just turned 11. I'm like, your gosh. <laughs> like, it it scared me. <laughs> I did not like that at all. I'm like, you just turned 11. How? And she's like, I don't know. I just turned 11. I'm like, I, I, I thought you were like 15. And then there's it's and then there's times weird. where it's like, oh, you're like, like you're like thirteen, fourteen, and they're like, I'm, <laughs> I'm your age. <laughs> I'm eighteen. I'm like, nah, no, definitely not. <laughs> you're lying to me. You're trying to fool me and put me in prison. One of <laughs> one of the one of the like definitely like the. Biggest thing is how they do their hair because they'll look around about the same age <clears throat> from the time they're about 12 to 20, 21. They're going to look around Depending the same on the person, age. Yeah, that's kind of true. Especially if they have a rounder face, they're going to look around that, that age range for the whole age range. Pretty and much. so, um, I don't think that really made sense, but I hope people are following. Um, and so it's really about how they do their hair. Because the girl who turned out was had just turned 11, she always has her hair down and straight and, like, does her hair very well. And so it makes her look older. Does, does it also depend on what they are wearing? Because not in, like, a partial... Not in a gross way, but more of, like, do they choose more mature clothing, yeah. such as, like, dresses? Or, or do they just wear, like... Baggy jeans and t-shirts or yeah. hoodies. It, it, that also does, like, if they dress themselves in a way that looks a bit more put together and, like, they tried, um, they definitely will look older. Or if they just look, if they're just wearing, like, pajamas or, like, sweatpants or something, they're going to look younger. Um, and then, but, so then the girl that turned out was way older than I thought. She had, she always wear wore her hair in pigtails and had bangs. Oh, yeah. And I straight up thought she was like 13 or 14. I was like, are you even... She was a coworker. I was like, are you even old enough to work here? How do you... How did you get hired? And she's like, I'm 17. And I'm like, you are not close to my age. That's not possible. <laughs> and she was like, I am. Oh, She was like, yeah, I'm... A sophomore in high school. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very bothering to me. And she was like, I don't. And then I saw her mom. Her mom has her hair the same way. She also, she's like 40. She looks 27. Like it's the hair. Okay. But it makes her look so much younger. Hear me out. Keep on saying how uh, young nanny is for her age. Now, if nanny had pigtails, <laughs> How old would Nanny look at that she point? She would look um, like she belonged in a mental hospital. <laughs> and that's not like... That's not being mean. I'm, it's just it doesn't Nanny, fit Mom, on her. I know you. I know you 
don't listen to this podcast, but sometimes you do. And so if you ever hear this, I just want you to know there's some hairstyles you can't do (laughs) because there's some hairstyles that will bring out the few wrinkles that you do have and it will make you look insane (laughs) because you know what? Grown women, (sighs) older ladies do not wear their hair in pigtails with bangs. It's not a thing. Not a thing. You would look insane. <laughs> oh, here's another story. Here we go. <laughs> I f- I figure that I'm going to cut like 15 minutes out of the front end of this because oh it was gosh. rough. Oh, was it? It was, I can't, I can't it was, remember what it was at least boring. Um it, <laughs> So I'm going to we're going to pad the the back end of this. Gypsy Rose have you followed along with this this story? Gypsy Rose. Gypsy Rose. Okay, so it's this girl. Okay. She um, was abused by her mother. Okay. Like verbally abused. Like basically, I think the story was like her mom always like told her that she was sick. So Gypsy Rose is her daughter. <laughs> oh. Always told her she was sick. Always told people that she was sick. Got a lot of attention. I know this one. All this stuff. Blah 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 blah. It's actually something that this is, is kind a of local common. thing. Yeah, I'm getting to that. So, um, eventually, she Gypsy Rose grows up. She eventually goes. Wait a minute. I'm not sick. I feel fine. Why is my mother doing this? Why is my mother insane? She gets a boyfriend. The boyfriend's like, being like, yeah. Your mom's insane. Gypsy Rose is like, well, you got to kill my mom so we can run away together. Boyfriend. That's that's a sensible solution. Does not question. Kills the mom. They get caught instantly. (laughs) The, The guy goes to jail for life, I'm pretty sure. And then the daughter goes to jail for... I think she was sentenced to 15 years, but it was cut. Now she's on a... Parole, I believe. She's literally uh, like, hey, behavior. kill my mother. And she gets like such a light treatment. Well, it's, I mean, she was obviously abused and mentally right. not okay. Right, but here's the and thing. And she didn't actually commit the murder. And she served seven years and she's not really dangerous. So she it's like, may as well have been a, the person that put a hit on her mother. I mean, she's a felon and she's on parole for the next like 10 years or whatever. Right. Here's the thing, though, but like, I don't think we can blame her that much. Right. But that's not my point. Okay. okay. Go ahead. My point is that so, so like you can have a mentally unstable male that does something unhinged and kills somebody. Woman does the same thing. Same scenario. Both mentally not all there. A woman will get a lighter sentence every single time without fail. The man will always get the harshest punishment, and that's th- that sounds super sexist. But when you just look at like, when you look at the facts, okay. it's like no, that's yeah. that's the pattern. So Correct. let's just take the straight up Gypsy Rose, and we'll we'll just gender. Yeah, swap. sorry, I, I kind of like hijacked this. No, we'll 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 just gender swap. So is a son mm-hmm. with a girlfriend. The girlfriend actually killed the mom. Mm-hmm. Same exact situation. Just gender swapped. The girlfriend's probably only going to get 30 years and the son is probably going to get 50. 
Okay, I wasn't expecting that, but okay, makes like, sense. Okay, maybe not. Maybe they maybe both get 50. 50. Maybe they both get 50. In real life, the boyfriend got life. Yeah. Which is, what, 80 years? <sighs> it's not actually their entire life. It's a set amount of years. Um, <laughs> they assume that you're going to die in this amount of time. Yeah. And so, which, have you heard that story of the guy who got... Um, put on the electric chair and survived and he was like you know what guys I served life because I died and then came back and then his lawyer was like yeah he died and then came back and they're like well shoot I guess we gotta let him go yeah I've heard some of the stories where like not not even just that but like they tried to hang the guy and it failed Yeah, like the guy was like put on trial like execution multiple times and they couldn't kill the guy somehow like something always went wrong and he just didn't die, happened. and then eventually they're like, you know what? For some reason, we have a law written here saying, like, after so many attempts of, like, ending your life and we fail, we just let you loose. Yeah. I, I don't know how true that is, but I've heard it. So. No. Anyway. Mm. So. Back on topic. <laughs> Gypsy Rose. She's out now. She's yeah. released. On parole. <laughs> She's local. Okay. She's from Springfield, Missouri. Um, still lives here from what I know. Apparently she has a husband now. They got married when she was still in prison, which I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know that either. Here's the weird thing. So she's a local. And so I think I, as a lifetime local of Springfield, have a unique perspective on how this is. Everyone know everyone here who's lived here long enough knows the story in and out. We know it. We know it well. We know from friends, from people that live here. We know from Facebook chats and stuff. We know from our local news before it made national. Like we know the story in and out. We know what happened. We know the people. We know where it took place. We know the culture. We know. We know. It's really weird. That she got released and the general public is like, yippee, she's released. And like, it's like giving her some level of fame. And Gypsy Rose is like, cool. Like she's writing a book. There's a Netflix show that they're making or like a season two of a show that already was made or something like that. Like they're giving her fame. She's like living like a rapper. Yeah. It's like, she's not like caused. And it's like, okay, I don't, I, I don't think she's a murderer. I also don't think she's like insane. I don't think she's dangerous, but it's still, it's like, it's weird. It's weird that we're putting her up on any, and I haven't necessarily expressed this with any locals, but I feel like any local is going to say a similar thing that I'm going to say is like, why let her be? Like, why is oh, this happening? Like, it's just unnecessary Leave her attention. alone. Like, it's unnecessary. It's also weird. And just should not be a reason that someone gets famous. And, like, we as a community are, like, we're not, we don't hate her. We're not going to, like, throw her out of the city or something. Like, we're willing to accept her back into society. But we're, like... 
okay, well, why are you famous? You're not some like local hero. Like, it'd be like if the the guy who made the killdozer in the nineties, mm-hmm. it'd be like if that city made a statue of him, or like if the guy didn't kill himself and instead like surrendered to police, yeah. saved his time and got out. It's like if like granted the that- city like <laughs> celebrated him. Like it's okay. I understand that Not he's quite a cool. The same, he's a cool guy yeah, because he stuck up to government corruption and this. Into- but also he did some mess of things. He's also kind of crazy. So, but I understand. Like, hey, he's some level of a, of a symbol of like, hey, uh, government bad. I don't know. Um, he's a symbol of what a man will go to when he's pushed into a corner has not really any other choice. Yeah, and so it's like... Yeah, I guess he had cho- another choice, yeah, but the but other choice like, was... It's not just good. weird that we're giving her fame. And my brain is shutting down, so I don't really have, like, another thing to say about that, but it's like, it's weird. It's uncomfortable. Like, she doesn't deserve the attention because yeah. it's just like... She it's morbid. Do, she didn't do a good thing. No. She went through a really bad mess up situation basically from the start of her life. Yeah. Suffered from it. And then somehow is now a quasi local hero in a weird way. Yeah. And it's but like... in reality, she's just somebody that really needed help, reached out for help. And the immediate solution she thought of was kill my mom, which granted if I was in that situation, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Crazy controlling mother. Shoot my mom. Yeah, that that checks out. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that's what the court like ended up with. It was like, well, I don't think we can blame her this much. Yeah, it's like your mom was legitimately insane. Because like she was like pushed around in a wheelchair and like treated as if she was like a cripple. Right. Yeah. And like super sick. There's not a thing wrong with her. Not a thing. Not a thing. In all her life, she had to live this secret life just to keep appearances for her mother. Yeah. Super yeah, messed no. up. Super, super messed up. And it's like, I, yeah, everyone can see how she got pushed to the conclusion she ended up at. And everyone can see that she got punished in a fair way. Part of, like, seven the more years I think, in prison is enough. The more I think about it, I feel like. Prison was not the solution for her. The solution was getting her mental help well, was, and putting her in a home that's going to like get her to a mental stability and sense of normalcy. I'm because <sighs> punishing her for basically defending herself in a sense. I mean, I'm pretty sure she spent two years in a actual like prison mm-hmm. and then like the rest of the five was in like a mental institution prison type thing rehab prison whatever right that's i i have no facts on that someone check me but i'm pretty sure that makes sense i'm pretty sure i heard something about that um the guy probably should just been like oh yeah no not not gonna yeah the guy the guy deserves life in an actual prison because i'm pretty sure he wasn't like abused at least like yeah he had no reason to just straight up murder a person yeah, if, if he had a similar upbringing to where, like, he kind of only saw that as the only solution, then I could see that maybe he had a harsh punishment and maybe he needs some help. 
But if it was straight up like, I'm perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with me. Oh, you want me to kill your mother? <laughs> All right. I'll do anything Here's for the you. Thing. They have the texts that oh, they send yeah. back and forth. As far as I've been informed, the text went, hey, if you want to be together, you're going to have to kill my mom. And he went, sounds good. No, like, I don't know if I can kill your mom. Or like, what? That's crazy. He was like, okay. You're like, I'm not going to question this. This is just canon now. And then he this did This is what it. I have to do. And it's like, also, by the way. There's uh, no way Gypsy that guy Rose, was saying. Not like the prettiest. That's rude. But like, I, she's I not, not like her. the prettiest person out there. To say the least. I don't know if I would kill for her. I don't mm. know. I, I guess it's fair. I it's don't a very know weird situation. Like. I'm grossed out that it's kind of come like turned been turned into this like morbid. Like, because you're wondering where's your Netflix adaptation? Yeah, where's my Netflix story about my childhood, about how I was a rock star? Dude, that's actually a great <laughs> show idea. Like a sitcom about a five-year-old who believes that he's a rock star. Um, he, yeah, it's like you believe all these things about yourself, and it's like it's a coming-of-age story where it's like you're realizing that you're just some dumb kid. Yeah, but I stay five the whole time, and it's a comedy and not uh. serious at all. What'd you call it? Because you can't call it Kid Rock. <laughs> also, okay, uh, my childhood hero. I I've, I was thinking about like who's my childhood hero? Who did I look up to when I was a kid? And I was really thinking about. It. I was like, who who did I really like look up to? And I was like, I mean, I looked up to like Bible Man. I looked and, up like, to Indiana Jesus. Jones, Jack Black. Jack Black. Jack I Black. looked up to Jack Black. I didn't even realize it until today. Hear that, Jack Black? If you, because we know, we know Jack Black is our number one fan. Um, <laughs> he's like, oh, I love these. I love these slightly. I don't know if I actually said something that's legitimately not okay today. I I know I mentioned the I don't Jews, know. but that's the thing. Is like every time we record a podcast, I'm like, oh, we have to scrap that. That was. Look, we said I something out of pocket. I need I to like. I swear, if I was just like cut a, that out, and then I if listen. I just some different race, I could probably say whatever the heck I want to, and no one would bat an eye. And then it's like I I go and edit the podcast, and I'm like, that's so tame. Yeah. Here's something that we've run into as a problem with this podcast the entire time. Here's a little reflection on the podcast for our 50th episode of season two. Oh gosh. We see like TikTok clips of other podcasts be so offensive. That's like, true. Straight up offensive. Yeah, but they get flack for it too, you know. But not that much. They don't get canceled for it. Okay, here's the thing. Getting canceled, and this is something I've realized talking to my coworkers was getting canceled can and oftentimes is a good thing. Nowadays it brings yeah. attention to you. And people are like, oh, I want to know what got them canceled. Which doesn't mean anything because it's not like they're kicked off of YouTube. No. Like, even the people that, like, I respect and I enjoyed watching who are like, oh, well, we got suspended from YouTube for blah, blah, blah reason. And I'm like, yeah, that's messed up. They shouldn't have done that because I've seen a lot worse from blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But that's besides the point. Here's the thing. 
it only ever helped them, especially whenever they brought it to court and had a good lawyer and won against YouTube because YouTube didn't have a leg to stand on Mm -hmm. because they tend to shoot themselves in the foot constantly. Yeah. Sorry, YouTube. You kind of just suck. (laughs) As someone that uses YouTube basically every day, you suck. (laughs) YouTube really does suck. We can't use any of this. (laughs) I hope we cut that out. We can't. (laughs) Bye.